Weekly Hijack. You can still say hi. Hi, everyone. Okay. (laughs) We're doing something different now. We're talking about Babylon 5, finally. Oh, great show. So we held off doing Babylon 5 for the Weekly Hijack for a long time until, uh, because it wasn't something that anyone could easily see. (laughs) We can hear, we'll, we'll hear that. We, we've got a guest here. we got some, some unusual people that aren't used to uh, the weekly hijack format. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, uh, but if you've never seen Babylon 5 before, uh, you can still enjoy this with us. We're going to do something different with weekly hijack now. We have a newbie here. Uh, you may have heard her briefly on the podcast before. This is Brianna. Hello. So she's never seen Babylon 5 before, so we're going to have our non-spoiler segment, and then we'll banish her to another room or something, and we'll do our, <laughs> our spoiler discussion. But in case you're one of these people who haven't seen it, you can actually stream it. That was one of the reasons we held off, because we knew not everyone has access to Babylon 5, but it's available at... Go90.com? Yes. It's a weird site, but it's all there. But I think it's like a streaming site hosted by Verizon. You can also buy it on YouTube, apparently, to watch. Well, yeah, but streaming is free and legal. Um, So, that said, we just saw the first episode, which was... Midnight on the Firing Line. I I knew you would remember it, because Nick has this show memorized, practically. (laughs) Brianna, this is your first time. Uh, What did you... First, overall impressions. Um, I appreciated the very dated animation and special effects. <laughs> I kind of felt like I was playing one of those uh, educational video games from like third grade, <laughs> um, and with some Veggie Tales mixed in. Um, so I, I really appreciated that. The throwback. It wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, we're gonna just dazzle you with all these special effects and things. So that was, that was very raw. Uh, so, so you know, one, yes, it's very unusual for a TV show to have CGI in, like, 1993. Is that what like this that, was? Yeah. yeah like, like uh, Deep Space Nine was going on the same time. They were still using models. Mm-hmm. It's not helped by the transfer method, from what I've read. Um, <laughs> that, from what I've read, because, like, it was, you know, the show is originally, you know, 4 by 3 you know, regular TV oh, size. Yeah. Um, but they filmed everything in... 16 by, 9. 16 by 9, the widescreen that we saw, uh-huh. like way back then, because I knew it would be up, upgraded eventually. But the special effects did not, uh, the, the upscaling process was not kind to it. Oh, uh, okay. So they were actually ahead of the, their time in, in one respect, but it didn't translate well. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Right. So that's, that's that. But um, what about the characters themselves? Okay, so my first impression of. Or the guys with the the fans. Um, <laughs> they're uh, the Centauri. Yes, yes. Uh, they're like a race of like uh, Danny DeVito as the penguin <laughs> character. That's just that's what everybody is, and they're all just like a different version of him, um, just slightly different. Like I want to see what the women look like. Really, like it's a good question. Just, I was worried that it was going to be like, oh, this is going to be a cheap knockoff of Star Trek or. Something like that, and I didn't get that vibe whatsoever. So I was pleased with that because I I'm not a giant Trekkie, but I I enjoy I enjoy the occasional Star Trek. So cool, yeah. That was something I was going to ask you: what your fandom familiarity with sci-fi kind of shows like this in general is. I, I guess I, I could say without uh, I think this is not spoilery. Like Zach said at the beginning, like the acting was a little cheesier than he remembered <laughs> at, at times. It's interesting. I thought some characters right out of the gate were pretty good. Garibaldi, who is a great character, his personality was there, but you tell he's not a, he doesn't have a whole lot of acting experience under his belt at this point. Yeah, you can definitely tell which 
people are more seasoned actors at this point and which ones are not. And and the telepath, I can just tell that I'm not going to be a fan of her. She's just like, oh, pay attention to me. I'm going to touch you and know what you're going to do. Like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, let's see. Uh, any other standouts in the cast? Um, I don't know. Well, um, I guess you love the... The light behind the fan. The light behind the. <laughs> that was pretty, pretty fantastic. And then it just kind of like the flashlight guy was like, "Oh, now I gotta move it over here to this little suit." And like, <laughs> what an easy job! Like, I play this character. I just hold flashlight. <laughs> I'm just curious because they throw a lot of things out. Um, how do you feel? Do you feel like you have some sense of this world at this point? Because they, I mean, they they hit the ground running. I do. At first, I was I was expecting a little more introduction but with these sci-fi shows they're always like you know they're always like in the on the bridge already and something's already happening and you're just like okay all right uh you just gotta kind of learn as we go i guess but i i kind of so babylon 5 is just this main central hub where all of these people from these different worlds just hang out Basically, yeah, it's it's a giant space station. Okay. Uh, like, I think they say at one point it's, like, literally five miles long. So it's, yeah, uh, a quarter million people live on the station. But they, so they live there. It's a lot of just, them do, yeah. It's not just, like, a little It's like a neutral hotel. territory. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, the ambassadors all live there for political reasons, but it's it's a whole thriving city, city okay. thing, basically. Because it's like, oh, yeah, you can catch the lieutenant at the casino, and, you know, like, they have all these... <laughs> different things on this gigantic space station and okay and the year is 2258 okay okay some tech zach was saying we have we have uh, we can talk to our computers now uh, we say, <laughs> those of us who do google home and we still don't have data crystals though well we got flash drives That's yeah but close. not as cool as a data crystal i'm but. gonna start calling mine a data crystal <laughs> <laughs> cool all right well any other questions for us right now I don't think so, not yet. We haven't driven you away yet. Not yet. Okay, good. No. Awesome. Well, At this point, she's wondering, like, these guys really like this show, so there must be something coming. <laughs> <because> <laughs> this episode was interesting. <laughs> no. so, but, you, but you enjoyed your first. Yes, and I was kind of scared. Like, I've heard about Babylon 5 for many 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 years oh my <laughs> word i'm gonna watch it and i'm not gonna you know i'm i'm gonna completely hate it and then this whole podcast thing will just be a disaster um so am i supposed to leave the the room now uh yeah so, okay. so right. we'll, we'll we'll pause here real quick thank you brianna you're welcome spoiler alert spoiler alert Okay, so this is the spoiler section. Spoiler section. So uh, only listen, continue listening if you have uh, seen Babylon 5 before. You just don't care about finding it out for in normal ways for some reason. That's true. And seriously, guys, don't do the spoiler section if you haven't watched it. Yeah. So anyway, here we go. Okay, hi. So I, I, really, I really appreciate all these characters. I'm like, oh, yeah. All these. I'm, I'm honestly, as a writer, amazed with how many... Th- things he gets moving in one episode there really is a lot i mean in your question to brianna about how much do you uh were able to follow i'm sure they're off i mean we had to pick up on lots of things like santiago that, oh that's oh, important oh, yeah. and even this time it was unfortunate but even this time i was reading more into uh ivanova and uh, talia's oh, yeah, relationship than i on. than i would have the first time mm-hmm. um but that's it, that's neither here nor there it's probably a minor plot line luckily yes but. yeah no, but the other thing is, Ivana was a telepath. 
That's true, and, and they don't they don't touch on that, but they hint on they, it. I mean, it's there from episode one that her mom was a telepath, and mm-hmm. she has a whole thing about she's very four. she's a very very minor telepath. Yeah, but yeah, yeah that that that's all. There. And of course, then we get Londo's dream, mm-hmm. which is big we, spotlight there. Well, one of the more obvious. I, I thought about asking Brienne about it, but that might be highlighting it too much. Well, because sometimes you might just think, oh, they were just making crap up, you know, the Centauri's. You, because mm-hmm. the thing with Balan Five is when you first start watching, you don't realize how much that he says actually matters uh-huh and it's it's interesting here too seeing the be- very beginning first episode the centauri you think of as the victims yeah which is weird where yeah. a bunch of later on you're used to thinking of them as the perpetrators yeah so uh the the roles get reversed in that sense i never enjoyed um sinclair as much as sheridan mm-hmm. but i do like from my memory Sinclair has a lot of times when he, like, pulls out kind of the Solomonic, like, Solomon type, like, and we're going to cut the baby in half and solve this problem, <laughs> um, which is always kind of enjoyable. Cutting then, babies in half? No, not that. <laughs> but, and again, J. Michael Straczynski's dialogue, okay? I have, you know, and carve all the entire bones into flutes for Narn children. It's a dream I have. <laughs> I mean, things like that all the time, you know? Yes. Londo says all kinds of crazy stuff and... Oh yeah, I mean characters that that I felt like jumped it right out that that nailed right off. I think Londo is one of them. I'd say even Jakar is yeah. one. Ivanova, I thought Ivanova's was great. was perfect right mm-hmm. out of the gate. Those are the ones that stood out to me. It's like these characters feel fully realized already. Yes, and, and Londo and, Nar- and and Jakar are the best in many ways, the best acted characters consistently throughout this series. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, looking forward to the rest of the journey. I don't have a whole lot more no. to say yet. Anyone else want to? We got other people here. I was kind of hesitant about wanting to um, watch the show again. Just, I mean, it's a long show, and I remember some episodes, there's just a lot of talking, but I'm kind of interested now. I'm like, yeah, I could watch the show again. I remember season one, too, just being not as good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But um, I guess this brought back some memories of the rest of the show. So, yeah, I, I'm, my interest has peaked again. It certainly is a very '90s show in a sense of the the way they film and the and the and J. Michael Zinsky, he just does dialogue so well that he he focuses very heavily on mm-hmm. and with the filming style more too. Yeah, every now that you definitely catch oh that hair looks kind of dated yeah. or like that that look is a little older. Doesn't the hair on the Centauri change? It a does a bit. bit. It becomes a little bit like it's a little like looser. It becomes a little bit more like. Refined, yeah, or it's like very solid. puffy right now. Yeah, no, yeah. very like <laughs> fan. <laughs> the only person we didn't see this time was the Doctor Franklin. Oh, that's true. Which they had enough moving characters in this. I, yeah, you wouldn't need to introduce him yeah. yet. I don't think. Is he in the opening credits? I'm trying to remember, oh, I don't if, remember. if he's credited in the beginning or not. I do. I do like Doctor has his enigmatic things to say, and he's like, "So there are dying races should move out. The Narn Centauri." Yes. <laughs> I had completely forgotten he wasn't in his encounter suit when Sinclair first goes to see him in that scene. But it's a good setup so you know that he's not a normal creature. Yeah. I mean, the flashlight thing's a little... Bizarre. Cheap, but, yeah. <laughs> they get better with the nar- with the, the Kosh thing later on. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, and the um, Membari, what's her name? Um, Delenn. Delenn. We named our dog after her. But, um, Lenova Delenn. Oh, I, for- I forget that was her middle name. <laughs> oh, my. Anyway... I kind of forgotten she didn't have hair. <laughs> oh yeah, that until season two. Yeah. Shh, shh. So. Okay, that's why she was familiar. She looks different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's all coming back. 
So, <laughs> all right, sounds good. All right, hope you enjoy this. Well, yes. Well, crazy. She is a general later on. Is it? You say crazy French lady or crazy no. general lady? Jungle lady. Oh, jungle, jungle lady. That's what you said. Okay, never mind. Anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you're as excited to go on this journey with us as we are. I am. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this has been Nick. And this is Tim. Bye.